Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 278. Rookie Fever here as always to keep you straight, and I'm here as always with the Feverish Fernero. What's up, Swagzilla Zero G? How's it going? It's going. We got preseason football. It might just be the Hall of Fame game and nobody's in it, but I saw one run from Snoop Connor. Snoop-a-loop. He was also on special teams, so that's that bodes well for Snoop-a-noop. Yeah, I think that he's going to make the team, right? Oh, yeah. He'll he's make the make 53. The I have a trivia question for you. Do you know Snoop's real name? Oh, I've I've seen it. That's why like <laughs> you saw that long pause because I was like, oh my gosh. But no, I don't. It's not in my head. I'm not gonna get it right. Snoop was born Jared Devin Connor, and his um his mother Michelle gave him the nickname Snoopy when he was just a little boy. Nice. I like it. So as <laughs> you guessed, we are gonna have some camp news. No way. More Camp News? We are going nice. to dive into that. But I think we got to give a shout out to Campus to Canton and that <sighs> league that you're putting together. You're pretty much running the league, running the draft. And I don't mean as the commissioner, but our team is yeah. way better than everybody else's, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. And that's because it's, you were crafted. on Campus to Canton.com a little bit before, before some of them. You've, you've got some weight in it. So. All day on campus to Canton. That that that's just a tab that's constantly open, Swags. So how do you sign up? What are the perks, the benefits outside of the ten percent that they can save using code fever? And the biggest thing I like to point out is I know it's an intimidating format, but I think when people hear campus to Canton, they only hear the campus part, right? They just hear the college part. There is tons and tons of NFL stuff and articles on there, including rankings, everything that you would expect. But it's got a ton of campus stuff. And it's just the combination of it's really, really nice. And includes freshmen, by the way, which is remarkably because we are building our team swags. I'm not sure if you're aware, but we are building our team young, strong, but then also Players that are going to score as points in the campus. Viable. You know, we need, Young, yeah, we need strong, and viable. Yeah, we need, we have a lot of freshmen swags. We have a lot of freshmen. So we're taking some, taking some long shots, but these are freshmen that people know. So, um, I love that about campus to kitten. You can actually sort it and eliminate freshmen if you'd like. Because, like, if you're done with that risk part of it, because I think early risk in Campus to Canton is worth it because the early risk, those are big names. Later on, it's a little harder to take a freshman that no one's ever heard of and you have to wait that long tight ends, things like that. Like, come on, dude. We wait three years in the NFL for a, fight, a tight end to crack. Do I really want to draft a, a freshman <laughs> tight end? So you can just like literally click off freshman and take the rankings with the freshman out of it. I think there's a lot of really cool settings once you dig into it. And the only way to dig into it, man, is to join one of these leagues. You got to find I somebody. It. I mean, you can't join ours. It's too late. Sorry, guys. But you got yeah, to join time. one. If you have one, maybe maybe we'll join yours. But yeah, campuscan.com. Head over there. Put in code fever, head on to Twitter, Campus Canton, follow them there. Campus Canton is changing the way Dynasty is played. So the next format coming up, you know, it's going to just keep going and, and it gets you better at everything. It's going to get you better at Devi, 
to to right to where you are now, your Superflex Dynasty League. So, John a little Lob. bit of camp news. John Law has been helping me a ton with some tougher decisions. And uh, we shared, uh, we were in the DM and and, uh, and he's saying, are you, are you enjoying this? And I said, I said, actually, man, this has really creeped up on me. I'm enjoying it way more than I thought. I thought I would enjoy it just for the challenge. But I really like a whole different pool of players. Like, you know what I mean? We talk about these players in the NFL so much. It's so fun to look at this whole new pool of players and have 45 dart throws on your team, if you will, uh, on the college side alone. It's been a Hoping lot of fun. Hoping that they make it into your yes. side. At so some much point. fun, dude. It's Absolutely. so much fun. John has been great. Brandon Lejeune's been great. Felix has helped me. Felix Sharp. Like it's, it's, it's been a learning experience, but it's been a lot more fun than I thought. Absolutely. Now we got to jump start into this show. I'm yeah, dying we might need to, to talk that. about some of these rookies. Deontay Johnson mm-hmm. did sign a contract. We've talked a lot about Pickens here. I'm still loving him. I've liked what I've seen. How do you think this will affect him and his rookie season with the news of the Deontay Johnson contract? So, I mean, I was with you with the Steelers, not possibly not wanting to pay Deontay Johnson because they historically don't do it. But I also was prepared for them to sign him, right? Like, this doesn't blow me away. um, Especially with him being on the sideline. Yeah, right. So so for me, it was always about Pickens beating out Claypool. I'm not a Claypool person. I I own no Claypool share, so I'm rooting against him in a way because I don't really. But Pickens, on the other hand, because, and this is how fantasy football works, if you don't like one player and another player gets drafted, you automatically like the player who got drafted. But Pickens is showing up in camp and showing up again and again and again. These are these repeat performances, and we'll talk about a couple other players that are doing the same thing. There's a handful, Swags. There's literally, I can't count them on one hand, how many players are being brought up every single day. And I used to believe that was like via market. In other words, if you were in the New York market, you're going to hear about the New York rookie over and over and over again. That's not really the case. These are these are five, maybe four or five players across the league in different markets, big and small, that are just talked about every single day. And you're seeing videos of them every single day. And again, we keep telling people not to overreact to that. But the every single day thing, and when you start hearing it from coaches, we have coach speak in here, we have yeah. players speak in here. This is when you start going, okay, something's happening. This is not just us getting yeah. excited about nothing. I want to stick with Pickens for a second, though. Do it. So do you think that this Deontay Johnson news, outside of your feelings on Pickens, because I know everybody's are strong, but do you think that there could be an easier buy window from some teams now? Uh, it's a relative. I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes, but it's not, it's a crack. It's not a, it's not a, a large opening because I think the, the daily Pickens news and the daily Pickens videos are, are in everyone's mind. Yeah. So I don't think, and it's dynasty, right? So if it was redraft and we're playing redraft, then I think you could, you know, you would have a much easier time. Maybe would, to the teams that the only want picks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you already there you go. to them and yeah. they're like, okay, I'm ready to move on. He's old. I, I was with you, dude. Um, and this is, this is Deontay Johnson, uh, pre Deontay Johnson. Uh, I think we were talking right before the show about getting more shares and it's not, yeah. it wasn't easy then. And I, I, maybe it's a little easier now, but I, I kind of, right? yeah, no, I don't think so. But uh, dude, I still want them. 
I still want those shares. I'm yeah. on that side. I still would love some shares. Yep. And then, and then, like you said, I mean, some of these guys are showing up week in, week out. And not only yep. now that camp is hit, but I mean, Romeo Dobbs, for example, is a rookie fever weekly event. I think you could almost <laughs> call it to the point where we're like, how do we even talk about him again? And you're like, well, we, we kind of have to. <laughs> there, there's two ways. We, there's two we, ways we you can talk about to. him. <laughs> the two ways you can talk about him is where's Christian Watson? That's mm-hmm. a, that's another way you can talk. Rogers about Rogers speaks very highly of Dobbs at this point. Yeah, Rogers and I quote told reporters that every single day Romeo Jobs is making at least one wow play. Yeah, that's Aaron Rodgers. That's he not. Said, he said the players the that he's seen do what Dobbs done this early are top ten Packers wide receivers. Yeah. You know, dude. so I mean, he's seeing it. I, I'm super excited about Romeo Dobbs, man. It just matches. It honestly, dude. It, it we all want to be right, right? Half the half of fantasy football is wanting to be right. The other half of it is 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 doing what we do every single week. The other half is not admitting they heard it on Rookie Fever first. <laughs> Keeping it to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> At Rookie Fever on Twitter. This is a good time while you're listening to go over and give us a five-star review. Who else did you want to talk about? Well, I think one guy that seems very clearly worth the price. Wide receiver one in this class is just showing off in his Drake London. Oh, dude. He's How, just right? he's showing off. Like, yeah. he actually is starting to look like a man amongst boys. Mm-hmm. He's... His size and speed combination is translating. Now, this is, again, just training camp. But anybody who knows anything about football is just saying, this dude's the real deal. And we're one week into training camp. Like, I believe it, too. And then you match in the opportunity on top of that. The only thing that's holding him back at this point will be quarterback play. But they, it's we talked about this on Rookie Fever. I know, Swags, you brought this up several times. Bad quarterbacks, they just keep throwing to the the number one target. That's what they do. Yep. Because they, they can't work progressions. They're not they're not uh pinpoint accurate. Like they're going I to the first read. They want yeah. the first read. Yes. And the tight end's not gonna be the first read. I know you want it to be Kyle Pitts, but that's not gonna be the first read in an offense. First read in the offense is gonna be the number one wide receiver. And it's gonna be Drake London. And Drake London's gonna be able to, with his physical speed and power, just muscle the ball away from people in any different way you can think of. Separation, speed after the catch high pointing the ball, just clear muscling on the line. Yeah. He has all of those traits. So Drake London just looks like as advertised. Anybody who who got that pick, um, don't take it for granted. It, just because it's the first wide receiver off the board, that doesn't always happen. I think this is going to happen for you if you got your Drake London. If you went Drake London one, I know I in one league was considering Garrett Wilson. I I, I said no. I got to I got to go with this Drake London kid. Yeah, I'm going to go that Drake way. London. Even for me, yeah. with like yep. You asked me one time on the show because you knew I was falling in love with Jameson, but yep. he was a lot easier to acquire. But I was like, no, it's still Drake London for me. It was going yeah. into the <clears throat> process. It is now. Um, I, I agree with everything you said, but <clears throat> I don't want to scare people. I think Kyle Pitts will be fine. He's going to be have plenty oh, yeah. of plays oh, drawn of up for him. And I don't think that's what you said, but no. Kyle Pitts is going to be plenty involved as well. I just meant that in in no offensive scheme is a tight end the the first read. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, Yeah, Drake London has looked the part. Absolutely. Yeah, he's crazy. It's 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 one of those things where again, like, don't take it for granted. That doesn't that doesn't 
Oh, and we don't even know for certain, but all all signs are pointing towards towards a, a big hit here for for anyone that 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 went that direction, avoided another wide receiver. I think you're seeing already, like you're feeling good. You're feeling yeah. good, and uh, I think it's going to translate. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> I know you had a little go blue you wanted to talk about. <laughs> you did. You you re- you rewound a little bit, didn't you? So, so we, Nico. We, we talked about Mechie, and we talked about the unfortunate news about Mechie, but it does kind of create an opportunity for, and it was already there, let's be honest. Uh, Mechie was going to miss a decent amount of the start of the season, but Nico, Nico Collins had, was fairly forgotten um, as far, and this isn't popping up just because of Mechie. This is popping up because... He's quote unquote making plays and is a mismatch in training camp. And Davis Mills and Nico Collins in particular seem to be gaining quite a bit of chemistry together. Um, I believe that uh, he also said, and this is Mills, we expect him to make plays like that. And they believe that he is going to be the clear cut number two with Collins. And Nico's that guy, if you guys remember, Rookie Fever talking about him so much. He's that prototypical wide receiver size and build that yeah. um, old school guys like myself uh, just fall in love with. Um, Didn't play his last year of college because of mm-hmm. COVID. Yep. He's working with Andre Johnson. Yeah, I well, heard that. I just heard that. Which yeah, is pretty with, cool. You know, that's a cool guy to be working yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah, that that he 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 was a fairly good wide receiver in his day. So yeah, cool. yeah, and it was kind of cool to see that that he was doing that and he's taking his craft seriously. And I'm sure that's not uh, an easy thing to do is to grab that guy to uh, to get some some advice off of. But I like words like that in training camp. I like seeing you know making plays every day, mismatch in training camp. I like that stuff. So Nico Collins, even though he's a rewind, he's also related to the the Mechie stuff because I believe that. Um, and he's a rewind. Mechie was yeah, and he's a rewind. Well, we're allowed to talk we, about we rewinds whenever we want. Here. We, we just hit a button we, and we talk about yeah, rewinds. It happened. We didn't it's hit the button. button. It's like rookie fever reminded us. <laughs> How far away is that button? It, I mean, depend any given day. It could be <laughs> two turns of a key away. Nice. There's some negative camp news. You want to hear a little negative camp news? Just because I, yeah. I was blab, I was blabbering all about this guy last week, and these are things you don't want to hear. He looked lost at times. You know where that quote came from and who that's on? Jelani Woods Hmm. looking lost out there in training camp. Just looking lost. I don't like that. That's from the athletic Zach Kiefer uh, saying that Jelani Woods is is looking a little lost out there. Also a little lost, which I wanted to talk to you about, Swags, to see how it affects Mr. Mitch Trubitsky and how that could have a cascading effect. The reports right now is that he's struggling a little bit out there. I saw that as well. Yeah, yeah, more than a little bit. It's it's odd too because you know one day you're 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 hearing from uh, from Peter King basically saying that Mitch was basically told it's your job to lose, and then two days later we're hearing from the Athletic Mark Caboli. Saying he's that struggling, but I mean, we've heard he's really Zach struggling. Wilson is struggling too, and then he comes back and has a good day. And so, what are your well, thoughts? I don't know. So, so I think he, Mitch starts. I don't I think, think he that starts is Mason too. Rudolph. No, I think he starts too. Um, it's about how long the leash is, and it's about how bad is it. So, the one thing that I hate in training camp is this in particular. The, 
is when reporters will say that a quarterback had a bad day. This is exactly when quarterbacks should have bad days is in training camp. They mm-hmm. should be trying stuff they're not good at. You have to fail to succeed. Um, Getting to know the so, playbook. Yeah. All of that stuff should be – yeah, he changed teams too, right? So, like, all of this – this is the first freaking week. I just didn't like the detail he went into. Like, Trubisky is on a 0-16 streak in this drill. Zero for four in interception drills. Three for 20 on this drill. Like, it just made it sound so much worse than somebody had a bad day. Um, but take it with a grain of salt. I just wanted to bring it up to you because I know you were like really kind of on the Trubisky. It's going to pretty much have the job all season, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know if this cracked your, um, picture, if you will, of like how this season was going to go. Cause honestly, I think dude, that it, it, it's, uh, it bothers me that it came after Kenny Pickett was having his bad day because it's almost like, no, let's follow it up by hating on this guy now. Mm. And I know it's all stuff that's actually happening and stuff, but it's in camp and I take some of that with a grain of salt, to be honest with you. And I think Mm -hmm. that it's almost just stirring the pot for maybe a quarterback competition, but I think it's still going to be Mitch Trubisky who starts week one. And I think that the leash is pretty long. I, I kind of do actually. That's, that's, that's kind of what I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask how long that leash is. I think that Kenny Pickett would have to show significant signs in camp that Mitch doesn't necessarily have to show, and Pickett would have to take those into preseason and and really show something for them to feel like, all right, when are we going? Maybe there is a chance we start in week five, and I don't mm-hmm. think that conversation is taking place right now. I think Malik Willis is showing just enough where they're feeling a little confident with him being the the number two. Which, yeah. you know, for Malik being a developmental player to hear number two next to his name is a compliment. So that's, that's good mm-hmm. for Malik. Um, but no, I think, I think you nailed it. I think take it with a grain of salt. Um, uh, they're supposed to be making mistakes out there. That's how, that's how they get better. That's how they learn the game plan. Um, so yeah, no, I think, I think I sold Kenny Pickett for, and some Debbie picks for Acres. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's like deep Debbie picks. That. Like, yeah. Loving that. It was like, Ones that, you know, that you're talking yeah. about in the camps can when it gets deep, yeah. deep Debbie picks. <laughs> That's great. Cam Akers is a guy that can help you win now. Yeah, he, the guy took over an Ofren team. He didn't like Akers. It just kind of worked out, but I, I, I like the move for me. I also thought it was odd that this was considered news, but uh, this just came out yesterday that Kyle Phillips is starting in the slot. And I'm just like, wait a minute, is this camp news or did they hear this on Rookie Fever? Because we've been saying that for a while. Like, how yeah. is that camp news? We've, we've been talking about Kyle Phillips most likely being the starter on this team in the slot since, I don't know, day one? Yeah. Like, a long time. And it came out as camp news. Swag. Long I enough to where I hope you guys took advantage of that bargain that you could have gotten him oh. probably off waivers at some points. Oh, easy. I got, I got, I would say... I don't think I ever drafted Kyle Phillips. Maybe once in a in a five rounder, I might maybe drafted him once. Uh, and I'm not counting Scott yeah. Fish. I'm not scout, I'm not counting that. I'm talking about no, Dynasty. I mean, yeah. I but yeah, it. but but I but I think I picked him off of waivers the entire time. A guy off of waivers, you guys might want to consider. I mean, nine Dynasty leagues. He was on he was on waivers in all nine. So this is this is really 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 deep. But. We have um, we have another injury over there in um, in uh, Denver now. We've lost a wide receiver. Help me out, Swags. I don't know why his name is just like totally 
Tim Patrick. We lost Tim Patrick. So, of course, you're going to start hearing news about the other guy. We're hearing more and more about KJ Hamler. But a guy that keeps flashing, quote-unquote, in camp, and this is continuously, is Montrell Washington. So, it's not maybe a name you guys know, but this is a rookie on the Denver Broncos uh, going to possibly now. Uh, the, the quote is, Mile High Reporters, Tim Lynch said that wide receiver Montel Washington continues to shine in camp. So with Tim Patrick out, that has to leave some reps for another player. I know we're going to get excited, possibly more excited about Sutton, more excited about Judy. But this guy's free. Like even now, yeah. one month one month out of the season, completely free. Who are you free. dropping for him? Yeah, so I dropped um, the, uh, the backup, backup, backup running back that I had on the Giants. <laughs> Okay. What's his like name? Jahan. No. Back up, back up, back. The rookie. Um, I had I dropped him on a team. I dropped uh oh okay. my god. I don't hate that. These deep rosters where you have guys that I have I have free agent running backs that I'm never gonna start, mm-hmm. like that were that were on a team. So these were these were obviously you're dropping the guy on the, the last guy on your bench for this guy. Like you're not you're not you doing anything more. Still have to imagine that KJ Hamler gets the first crack. Oh Once, no! Yeah, like, I'm actually assuming pup, that. Right? Like, yeah, I'm actually assuming that. But now we're just like one more. Mm-hmm. You know, we're no, one more you. injury away. And, yeah. and Russell Wilson throwing the ball. Yep. Yeah, I know I you're not. That, you're dude. not excited, but we are definitely talking to get somebody free at yeah, this late I get in the it. game. I get it. Yeah, I, I think it's a great mention. Yeah, I'm not uh, casting yeah, any shade. I'm. Just, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm not excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get I it. You. I get it. I'm probably going to put him into my search engine in some of those deeper <laughs> leagues, you know, and see who I have to drop. Um, yeah, and I think that that's the big question is all about who yeah. you have to drop. You know, you might yeah. look at your team and you're just like, oh, I can't. And you might look yep. at another one where you might even have a spot. You might even now, you know, to is a good time to mention that players are starting to hit the pup like we mentioned. They're starting to get a designation that you could slip him to your IR. Maybe you're not focusing mm-hmm. on your team so much and just here listening to Rookie Fever, which is awesome, but slip into your leagues. See if you can push some guys to the IRs at this point because they are opening up and then hit the waivers. Hit get some of these guys for free. And under the same regard and, and also say going off of opening up, we have another injury that could possibly affect a rookie. And this is not a bottom feeder. This is somebody that I've been talking about for a long, long time now. Jalen Tolbert, um, who was, you know, quote, I owe the the world a show. Yeah, you do owe the world a show on Jalen Tolbert. But um, (laughs) James Washington suffered a broken foot on Monday and he suspect he's expected to miss six to 10 weeks. Um, So we already have, between him and Gallup, we have just a, a monster hole at wide receiver to the point where it's almost so big, you start to question whether they're going to bring in somebody um, at this point. But at this point, there aren't a whole lot of somebody's left. So mm-hmm. I think Jalen Tolbert, who already had a good opportunity, who had a little camp buzz, now has even more of an opportunity with Washington out. So Yeah. So, and this is not, this is, okay, so sometimes I just hear different things. When somebody like James Washington gets hurt, I heard something that kind of is what I was talking about the whole time with Tolbert a little bit. But I heard that James Washington was ahead of Jalen Tolbert the entire time when people have been putting Tolbert there 
but then we it wasn't acknowledged that James Washington was actually ahead of him until James Washington got hurt. So now we have two guys, Gallup and Washington, that'll be coming back from injury. This so what you what were what I heard was your opportunity to go sell Jalen Tolbert because they mm. have admitted that there's two guys in front of him plus Dalton Schultz and CD Lamb. They have admitted that to you. So he needs to show up for the six weeks that probably oh, yeah, Washington's definitely. out and Gallup will be back soon. He needs to yep. show up. And yep. that's when I say that show up price isn't that much greater than the price that you're going to try to hold for until you get there. Um, so that's what I heard Fenero. I heard that stuff. And yes, I agree. He does have a great opportunity to show up into everything that you said. So I agree with you, but I, that's what I heard when the injury happened. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't know if anyone knows that depth charts are set after one week of training camp. So, so is Gallup in front of Tolbert? Absolutely. Is James Washington in front of Tolbert? Like, wherever I hear that, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt. Like, James Washington's been nothing in the NFL. Yes, Jalen Tolbert's a rookie, but at the same time, like, I'm pretty convinced that James Washington, broken foot or not, was going to lose that job. Because mm, I just, okay. I'm not a, I'm just not a Washington guy. So, like, I, as much as I want to hear, as much as I, I was hearing the same thing you were, that James Washington, but I, I I'm, I'm going to argue that, that most people and anybody who even, you know, has a, a an ounce of rookie fever is going to think that that Jalen Tolbert's going to beat out James Washington. I'm not saying that was going to happen. And now, what we, if now you we could won't like know. Add a little bit to Jalen Tolbert and go get Brandon Ayuk now that Debo signed, and you work everything in people's emotions all in your favor. Yeah, no, I like that. You're something yeah, like no. that, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't have to be just like giving yep. Tolbert away. Yeah, no, I like what it. if you're stuck with Rondale Moore and Tolbert and you add them right. all together and you get a wide receiver? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I like Ayuk. I, I think Ayuk, Ayuk is uh, is one of those guys that uh, is is quite viable right now. Um, and then, like you said, with the Debo news, maybe even more so. Um, yeah, if you, I, I like that Ayuk mentioned, dude. Rookie Fever, I love you. I I owe you that Jalen Tolbert episode someday it'll, it'll be coming keep soon mention it it makes me feel like it's gonna happen so <sighs> it has to i owe it i mean that <laughs> feverish what else you got so i brought up isaiah pacheco i want to say two episodes ago and i brought him up in a way where it was like just keep an eye on the dude uh during training camp see what's up and so some of the camp news we were hearing this okay well you know, keep in mind, he's a seventh round pick, dude. So this is like, this is it's actually 30th pick in the seventh round. <laughs> so he was like dangerously close to a UDFA. So he's one of those guys that you're hoping makes the team. So some of the camp news that was coming out was, and he's speedy, really fast, 437. So what you were hoping for is that they would use him in special teams and he would make the team. Well, that's happening. They're absolutely using him in, and actually they said in particular, Nate Taylor of The Athletic, said that Pacheco will start the season as the primary kick returner. So not only is he going to be on special teams, he has like one of the most coveted spots on special teams as the primary kickoff returner. So that was huge for Pacheco. Then somebody comes out and says something a little bold for me. And when I say someone, it's uh, MMQB's Albert Breer said seventh round rookie RB Isaiah Pacheco 
has been lighting up, lighting up Chiefs camp and compared him to Kareem Hunt. That's crazy. That, that, yeah. that, that's going a little far, but I think the dude's making the team. Matter of fact, I'm certain it does sound the like dude's he's making, making the, the team. team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that, that's the kind of stuff you want the to run, keep an Is eye he on. the running back they've been looking for? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> for those who believe that the running back on this team isn't there yet, possibly. Yes. Five, ten, two hundred. I mean, honestly, pounds. they've got a pretty decent backup backfield running back. for, to share splits with, but yeah. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a, rookie Saquon Barkley on that team or uh, Najee Harris or Swift or Jonathan Taylor or Dobbins. I, I don't think that guy's on that team. I would agree with you. There's a nice complimentary back on that team. So, but yeah, I, I don't mind this mention at all. He might still be available to some. He's he's not going to be as available as Montrell Washington that you mentioned, but I think he's somebody that you could go check out still and maybe add into your leagues and somebody might throw into you for rather cheap at this point still especially if they don't have Clyde Edwards Alaire and they're not trying to back him up or anything like mm-hmm. that they might let him go depending on what you throw at him yep throw some fab throw a fourth rounder something like that and for those of you who um drafted um because I'm not one of them I, I believe Swags you're not either uh Tyrion Davis Price for those of you who drafted Tyrion Davis Price there seems to be a little bit of buzz going on with him um, early in camp or before camp even started, I think it was like, uh, Jeffrey Wilson is, is the clear backup to Elijah Mitchell, which I thought was a little odd. But then I was just like, what's odd with San Francisco? Like, who cares? But Tyrion Davis Price is now being said to be involved early and often, uh, along with Jeff Wilson. So maybe he's making some headway as that backup running back. So I think it's going to be Trace Sermon. Some good news. Yeah. Actually, that would be interesting after all this that Trace Sermon has been. Um, he's, he's probably available on some waivers. Some people probably already dropped him depending on how many running backs you hold in your league or how much depth you hold in your league, should I say? And, and honestly, like he's dirt cheap free. I, I don't know. I think he's the backup I would go after at this point and more because of price even. And I, and I think, I think he'll be the number two. And then Elijah Mitchell never know if he makes it through a season. He has yet to mm-hmm. show that he can. Yeah. He's not a doesn't really shown to be a good pass catcher, so that automatically makes it tempting for San Francisco to throw another back in there for those roles. Trey Sermon bulked up. Let's see. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll root for him. I'll, I'll root, root for, for him anybody. I, I I'll root no for him. Rooting for anybody except Deshaun Watson, and yeah, I probably that. won't root for Will Fuller, and then I, I'll hate on ADP. But I don't have problems with like. Man, I mean, if Clyde Edwards-Alaire all of a sudden showed up or Travis Etienne all of a sudden showed up, I'm just here to throw caution to the wind and try to help people win fantasy football leagues. And it's the ADP and hype that I have a problem with with certain players sometimes. And, and, you know, I I like to look for some underdogs too. But, man, yeah, absolutely would love to see. The more fantasy-relevant players we have, honestly, in the NFL and on teams, the more fun it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, who else you got? Another DynastyNerds.com? DynastyNerds.com. You can save 15% by using promo code FEVER. I wonder if you can just type in promo code FEVER into anything and save money. We should. We should <laughs> do that. We'll start talking to more places. Just type it in everywhere. Do you think that, Do you think they know how awesome DynastyNerds.com is? Or do you think we should let them know about all the different tools that are there again? I mean, we've gotten great responses. I know a lot of 
Rookie Fever listeners are using DynastyNerds.com, whether they went there through us or were already there because they've let us know. But, man, yeah, I think we should let them know. Yeah, we should probably let them know. Obviously, if you are a Dynasty player, this is the place to be. And they have, besides all the, 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 the rankings and articles that you get from other sites, they have the GM tool. This is something that we talk about quite a bit. And the GM tool is really, really great. It has a league analyzer, which uh, basically will put up your entire league, show each team on a bar graph, which is really, really cool, showing like like Team A is like really strong at quarterback. And then your team, which you already know, your team needs a quarterback. You can literally like just looking at a graph be like, oh, there's three teams that are really strong here. Who do they have? And then you can go into there. Plus, you can go ahead and do trade analyzer so you can actually like see like values and, and and what might be a good or fair offer there's a whole bunch of different things in there that just make fantasy that much easier um and when i say easier more fun too like if you have like the advantages on your side it's just more fun so i think yeah. this site gives you those advantages it's a great and, site great yeah. people too and i mean some dynasty ogs yeah that, i mean dynasty not only is that website, but I remember long before that when it was one of the first Dynasty podcasts I was yeah, listening to before absolutely. the market was so saturated, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they, they've pioneered it a little bit. Yeah, those guys are great. All of them are uh, phenomenal. Um, yep. Rich is Dynasty a great guy. Code Fever, save 15%. Get on now. Get grandfathered in that, right? Yeah, I would. Who were you going to talk about? Who are you going to talk about? <laughs> I was going to talk about a guy that is getting... Look at what I got. What? Oh, look at that little dude. Yep. Is that, that a Herbert? Been looking for this, man. And I saw that it. That is a little two. Herbert got... bobblehead. I... No, they're not bobblehead. What is that? The... It's Funko. Funko. I've been looking for the Justin Herbert. I like it. Where's mine? Um, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask more. you. I'm going to ask you to get me. I'll see if it's there. I want a Kadarius Tony so that you have to buy it. They don't have that. You know, they don't. They only make. (laughs) Funko is smarter than you. (laughs) They don't have that. (laughs) They don't. You know who they might have? The player that I've tried to mention twice. Probably not. Nah, they don't. I could read the players on the box if I could reach it. (laughs) They don't. This year's anyway. I promise they don't have them. Um, this is a player that has been playing with the starters from day one, quote, end quote. Athletic Zach Kiefer reports Colts rookie wide receiver Alec Pierce, who I was not high on throughout this entire process. I don't own any Alec Pierce. Turn my back on the man and just uh, went another direction. Uh, that's another guy I'll root for. Go for it. There's yeah. plenty of t- there's plenty of space on this team. I would love to be surprised by Alec Pierce. I have no problem with that. Um, but it does seem like he's going to get a, le- a heap of opportunity. So Dude, you're let's so see. making me want to talk about Pittman though. He's <laughs> you're been, allowed. Like, I gave you the open he's gate. Been beasting. Yeah, like they're saying he's starting to just like take over camp. Yep. So I'm excited about Pittman and Paris Campbell, to be quite honest with you. Oh, good. I love hearing that. Cause so I'm not, I I'm not done with Paris, Paris Campbell. Campbell. <laughs> good. I love it. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't mind the Alec Pierce mention either as the third wide receiver, probably on the team. Yeah. Let why me not? ask you this. It's going to be a good team. I think Alec Pierce or Joshua Palmer. <sighs> 
I want Palmer. In Dynasty Palmer, yeah. Because um, I want to be attached to Herbert. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> that was the uh, needed a drink. You're like, <sighs> you did. You did need it. I could tell. I, I was looking at him like, this guy needs a drink. Yeah. Fever, are we out of here? Yeah, that's all I have for you, Swags. That's all the news. Do you have any final thoughts? I'm... We talk about how you can go to Campus the Canton and save 10%. We talk about how you can go to Dynasty Nerds and save 15%. But I just want to stress that when we bring this up, this is not something that we went into lightly, either of these partnerships. These are partnerships that we went in committed to because we believe in both of them. We would not steer you wrong. If you've been listening to Rookie Fever for the three or four years, is it four years now? This is our fourth year? I think we might How be going into know? our fifth season. That's crazy. We're going into our fifth NFL season. We This is like, this is not something we do. These are two fantastic websites run by fantastic people that are just going to help you enjoy fantasy football that much more. So that's my final thought is just understand that I know a lot of promotions and it just feels like a money grab. We didn't do that on purpose for years. We wanted to make sure that when we did it, we did it with a site a company, anything that was coming. Like, there's a lot of opportunities when you podcast to do this. And we wanted to do this with the right people. And CampusToCanton.com, DynastyNerds.com, they're the right people. Well, and not only that, but we've had to talk about things we don't believe in when we didn't have full At the control of the show, well, we didn't we'll have just full say. control of the show, yes. And uh, it's harder. It's not as fun. It um, No, very. It seems like a job. It seems like a job, and it almost feels wrong. dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrong dirty. is a good word. Feels yeah. Dirty. Yeah, feels dirty. <laughs> we will be back next week with some more camp news. Can I tell them the running back edition? Can I yeah. say that? Yeah, absolutely. We need the a running good back running edition. Back. Running back edition, baby. If you would have said no, I would have kept that in there. <laughs> I believe you would. I believe. Feverish, you. tell them who we are and get us out of here. Well, we're at Rookie Fever. This guy over here is at Swagzilla Zero G. I'm his partner in crime at Aardvark TV. Five star review this bitch, please. Yes. And we, Swags, are what? And we are out. When you kiss me, when you hold me tight. In the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime, moon lights up the night. I light up when you call my name, and you know I'm gonna treat you right. Rookie fever. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Something you all know Fever isn't such a new thing Fever started long ago now Who got the one-on-one scouting has never done this to be full and run I told you anyone Size and speed just unreal Landing spot not ideal Wait, what's this breakout? It's full rookie fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he pulled his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend 